What's up, you guys? This is the Bible Bunker. And right now, real quick, we're going to talk about the East culture versus the West culture that we live in today and how the Bible was written in the East so many years ago. Zach? And it really depends where you are on the earth because the East could be West and West could be I know, East. But yeah. what we mean is Western civilization versus Eastern civilization. Really from Israel... Slice turkey in half, <laughs> uh, cut off a slice of Russia. I don't know that stuff. A few parts of Europe are, like I went to Ukraine, and it's right in the middle of Western civilization and Eastern. Like They have a lot of tradition. They have a really slow, comfortable lifestyle. Their meals take like five hours. I know. Um, which is cool because some, someone brings out a guitar and hands it to me like, hey, I heard you can play, and then I'll sing a song, and someone else will sing Wait, a song. Wait, you did that? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, but like, I was just along for the ride, and then someone's like, "Hey, I can rap. Can you give me a, like, a <laughs> beat on a guitar?" And he starts this rap he wrote, and like, it's just four or five hours of fun, and uh, my kids can last awesome. for ten minutes at a table. I know. Yeah. We're just like, we get done as fast. Let's go out of here. It's because yeah, I know. It's the American dinner table. So I experienced Ukraine, and it was just a blend of both. But what it means is. Sort of the idea of modern, postmodernism, Renaissance, like Shakespeare, all that kind of stuff, changing and forming European culture um, versus the old religions, the, the mystic religions, the ancestral worship. Uh, and really, the West is a Christianized movement that has become more and more unchristianized. Um, so the the Bible being written to an Eastern culture really changes how we should read it. Like we have a view of women as equal in society and the Bible's writing to a a world where women are not equal in society. Most people have no vote. Like, so when Paul says submit to the governing authority in Romans, it's a different situation for us in America where we have a vote. We have the constitution and we have the ability to say, like, I don't actually agree with that. Um, and we'll have to get into just more of the movements of the Reformation and postmodernism. Yeah. Uh, but this is a more general, like, what is Eastern thinking versus Western thinking? And my mentor is Eastern. He's from Africa. That's so cool. He was born there and he lived there for 50 years, like, hunted lions with the Zulus. And he can't stand how Americans think, like... And how we treat family. And it's really, it was really shaming and humbling when I would just talk as an American. And he would say, why? Why do you think that? Why wouldn't you just call your, your, your dad and apologize? Or like, why, why would you avoid that? Like, if it's not right with your brother, don't tell me that you love God. And I was like, ow, that, that's rough. Like, if I'm going to treat my family bad. Zach needed that. Not everyone needs that much insensitivity because Zach was like, yeah, Zach needed that. That was hard headed. But I do think everybody needs a mentor. Yeah. A disciple or someone to call you out on your garbage. And he wasn't, I mean, he was mean, but he always ended with gentleness and love and restoration. So it never, like, he was scary in the moment. And I was 20 years old and he's this wise old African man. Um, And he's a white dude, He's a white guy, which I was disappointed with. I was like, oh, I thought you were African. Does he sound African? Yeah, he's got like, the old King's English kind of sound. Um, but he's he is African. 
and he's got the way of thinking. And was like, he born there? Yeah. Oh, that's in, so cool. Zululand, yeah. So that's perfect for a mentor. Yeah. yeah, the whole point of this is to get us to just know that we're not looking at it, we're not trying to look at it from a, a Western perspective in America in the 21st century because we look at things so wildly differently than them. Like that that book you showed me. Misreading um, Scripture with Western Yeah, eyes. I would yeah. recommend that book, even though I haven't even read it. I'm sure Zach would recommend <laughs> it. I read the first, the introduction, like the b- beginning thing, and it talked about how Russians uh, understand... Um, famine. The famine. The the uh, the what do you call it? The the parable of the, the prodigal son. Prodigal son. They don't even see the prodigal means that he just was like. Uh, th- that's what they were saying. Like we just see it as this boy that le- was just wanted money and he failed, and then he needed his dad back. Like this selfish boy. But they don't see it as that. They see it as the, they see it. The main thing they see is the famine because where they lived there was like a famine recently. Yeah. Pretty recently. Here's recently. another lesson that they can understand because they think Eastern wise. Uh, just in a in an eastern way, which a lot of third world countries in the east and they experience famine, they view it as the sovereignty of God causing the famine and bringing that boy back home. Yeah. And so as a believer who loves your father, you can stray, take that inheritance and and squander it and live in and sin for a while. But if he's your father, he he can bring famine into your life and bring you back to him. And leave you no other options but to turn back to him because he's a father who will discipline his children because he loves them. It's like I work with a lot of recovering drug addicts and I've had moms tell me um, they'd pray every night for their son to go to jail so they can finally, like someone catch him. Jeez. And and who cares how long he is? At least he'll be clean and I can I can see him as he is and as he was and as I want him to be is clean and sober and able to to wake up. And a lot, it's... It's helped me understand that God will really bring trials and tribulations into our lives, and it's okay. We should expect them. He does. He says uh, in a lot of different places, but in one of them, it's in your day you will have trials, not you might or you know. We have this a prosperity gospel is sort of like if you. Are obedient, then you have no problems and a ton of money. Yeah, that's not the Bible. If I have a life of comfort and ease and a bunch <laughs> of money, I'm probably most of those not people following Jesus. Not obedient, like like yeah. Benny Hinn and them, and not to call. Well, yes, to call people out. Well, Joe Osteen, like he's he, he every now, he'll have some good words to say, but when he, when you look at what he's surrounded himself with, and and in general, what he's saying is, you give to us five hundred dollars. God will give you back tenfold or a hundredfold. He literally, he doesn't mean spiritual stuff. He means material wealth, like 500,000. Joel Olstein says that. I never really yeah. watched much of his stuff. Yeah. But yeah, another example is Laodicea. Um, like, you can't just know the place. Like, if I just, if I knew what the East was like right now, it would not mean much because I didn't know what it was like. Like, like the Russian thing, they just had a famine. Or Laodicea. Like, like they were, uh, when he says hot or cold, you know this, but like for, I wish you I would guys, that you would be hot or cold, but you're lukewarm. And so I spit you out. See, I just forgot that again. No, con- I need to, I need to like be more specific, but yeah, um, they live between, uh, a, a higher place, which was like a cold, like a, a f- place where cold water was. And then below them was this like hot springs, um, that that was just amazing and, it, man, I wish I would have lived in one of those cities. But then they were right in the middle, 
And who likes warm water? No one. I would rather Yeah, be and the thirsty. Romans made aqueducts going from the cool mountain spring town through the countryside, through, like, the hotter climate to Laodicea. So by the time it gets to Laodicea, it's just bleh. And they didn't have ice. Like, you'd have to carry ice from the mountains back in the day. Like, yeah. That's another, like, just putting yourself in the time that they lived in. And then it would go from Laodicea to the town in the south that had hot springs and so it's hot springs are just gases coming up from the earth's core and when water mixes with that it warms the water it's really cool and it was gr- it was grossly gross tasting like it was nasty tasting be sulfur, um, sulfuric. and that's why it's so important to know what um what it was like back then so like the, where they the, your western teaching without the knowledge of that would be god wants you to be hot <laughs> On fire for Jesus or cold, like if you're gonna sin, he wants you to be passionate about sinning and sin big. I've heard people teach that, but he doesn't want you to stay in the middle. You can't sit on the fence. I would. That's that's really the lesson of that message. Without knowing the geography, is God doesn't want you sitting on the fence, which is ends up actually being kind of what he's saying. Well, it is. That's even if it's not, it's probably true because I would rather. Yeah, it, I, I must, God would rather have someone that is totally, like, rejects him openly than someone that claims to know him. Obviously, he says he wants to throw these people out. Right, and when, when you take things without the historical context, you can be right, but it's not saying it in that part of the Bible. Yeah, You're no. just taking teaching from the other parts of the Bible and inserting it to there. Don't do that. What it's really saying is, I want you, to the world, to believers, to be like hot and refreshing and bring them the comfort and warmth of like a, a, a bathhouse or I want you to give them the refreshment of a cold glass of water after a long journey but nobody just wants lukewarm water poured on them after they've been walking in the desert I mean I, I wouldn't complain but I'd prefer like an ice shower or like if I'm freezing in the snow and I get into a house and there's a bath poured for me or just I prefer house. it to be warm or like a warm house or like we want the comfort. He says, I want you to be comforting, like a cool glass of water or a hot tub. Yeah, and for people, there's like people that are refre- like they're refreshing, like they're energetic when you're down. And it just, God uses those people sometimes to just cheer you up and make you happy and energetic. But like on the other end, there's like, <laughs> sometimes we need to be brought down and there's these just warm people. Or you're in a bad spot and there's these warm people that just listen to you. And you know what I mean? Like there's not really... <sighs> warm tempered people but there's like you know what i mean when i say warm like, like comforting yeah there's just something about them but yeah that's you'll probably see it in all of our podcasts sprinkled in because zach is super smart in this stuff and he's been helping me he's like been my mentor so hopefully i'll start to think about it more westernly back back in each in its day um, but yeah, it's going to be sprinkled throughout our whole podcast is just Western cult, Eastern culture. My bad. And then another example in the misreading scripture with Western eyes book um, is one of the pastors was a missionary in Indonesia and he was a teacher and for their school, they had multiple choice questions and he noticed on all of the tests throughout the year, they would leave questions blank. Why, oh, yeah. why would you leave a question blank if it was multiple choice? No. No. Why? It's like, because there's no point. What if I get it right? Right. And so he asked the parents, <laughs> there like, at the end, and he's like, why, why don't you tell, have your kids, I told them, I told them to do it, just guess C every time. 
when you don't know the answer, guess C. I had a teacher that told me to do that. Uh, it's just an American thing, a Western thing. And the parents were shocked. They're like, you would want my child to lie? And he's like, no, no, no. Just guess because you might get an extra point. And they're like, yeah, but my child wouldn't know that. Therefore, it would be pretending if to know. they got it, they would be like, lying. Their standard was so high. Or they were terrified to let in a couple who was uh, who had been living together for six months and then got married and then asked to join the church. They were asking the pastors, like, should we? We don't want to bring sin and, and like, guilt into our church and, and be such a bad example to the community. And he's like, man, if... If that was in America, they wouldn't they wouldn't even have said anything if they were living together. They yeah. would have been like, come on in. And we've had to handle stuff like that in our church. And for me, it's everyone's welcome, but I'm not going to approve of it. I can say, I'll, and I've met with them and said, like, this is sin. You're living in sin. And you, that what means is you're not going to be asked to pray during church. You're not going to have any chance to teach Sunday school or, or lead up front, like if you have any worship ability. But we love you, and we want to push you towards reconciling with God and, and repenting of this. And every time they've gotten married, it's worked out fine, and the whole church can know it's sin is being addressed here, but we're still showing like that God invites sinners to repentance. Yeah. Because we're all living in that. So uh, that's another one with the West. We're so much more accepting of sin than the East. The East is pretty intense and strict and black and white. And I think the West has a lot of uh, beautiful developments and benefits, and so and the East has a lot. We know a lot more than they did. But it doesn't oftentimes it doesn't matter if we don't know what they were. Yeah, my mentor would always say, like, you Americans are educated beyond your level of obedience. Like, you may know more, much more, than the average African, but they do more than you. They they actually are out there serving the kingdom of God. And they're they leave much more moral God proclaiming lives than we do. And they're not afraid to share Jesus in the street with a stranger. And he's just like, you may know a lot, but what worth is your knowledge if you're not doing even loving your neighbor right? And I think that's another danger of people like uh like uh, evangelizing now because they think like oh <laughs> like back in when Paul and them evangelized they would get scourged and eventually all of them got <laughs> beheaded crucified skinned all this like all these different things um, but like it's not like that like we might get a bad look but you're not gonna in America you're not gonna so that's one thing to don't go back there do take like take what's gonna happen now because yeah, now we, we're not we gonna have get killed. a pretty awesome culture where you can just talk about Jesus. And we can have a time... But there's uh, more closed off than people back true. then were. Well, the Often East, times. even today, the East is way more spiritual than the West. There aren't many atheists that live in the East. They're Muslim, they're Hindus, they're Buddhists, they're ancestral worship. It's because of how smart we are. Right. We've thought ourselves... We think we know. As, I just... Someone on Facebook said, hey, everybody, congratulations. Like, I just killed Satan. You're off the hook. Like... What and uh, one of the sayings that you hear a lot is Satan's best pl- trick is to play dead. Is if people can say that's I got rid of Satan, a commonly known thing. Oh, actually. really? No, because oh, that that's why everyone thinks he's dead. True, true. And he's like, yes, it's perfect. Now they'll take credit for the sin I get him up to, 
Like they they won't even hear my my demons, my my evil spirits that I send them. They're just going to take credit for those things. And if I'm dead, nothing's wrong. You know. Yeah. If the evil one's gone, then I can it's do whatever I want. Us. Exactly. And now everything has to do with human beings, and that's it. And that's not how it all started. Yeah. But anyway, this is. Uh, yeah, you're going to see it in all of our episodes, but we thought we'd just explain ourselves on why the West is so important to know, especially ancient, or East, East, I keep saying West, East is ancient so East is so important to know, because that's when the Bible was and written. it's really cool, like all, some of the greatest stories ever happened in the East. Especially because they're just so foreign to us and so different. But yeah, alright, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.